Hello, and welcome back to the OC Pokemon Podcast. My name is Matthew, your Pokemon Dungeon Master, and uh, this is going to be the TLQDL for the episode 16, uh, the Rock and Roll Highlands, the second episode. And um, I do apologize, I did publish that episode, um, and I just, I, I wasn't really happy with the quality. Um, I think someone made a comment too, it's like, oh, you know, I didn't really remember what happened, and I was like, ah, dang. So I just kind of took that as a, as a red flag of mine, just be like, hey, you know, I got to... I got to do something about it. And I didn't feel happy about it. Sort of. And I try to do the best. And I, again, I'm trying to get this out as soon as I can. Um, but the, that's that's kind of the problem because I, I don't want to take any shortcuts here. So uh, just going to have to get down to the nitty gritty of it with the TLQDL. Uh, so let's begin. Hello, I'm Professor Dogwood. And also Matthew's, Austin's, and Haley's actual grandmother, or as they call me, their Mima. And I, as the leading professor here, welcome you to the OC region where I study the longevity of Pokemon and the mysteries behind it. And you're listening to the OC Pokemon Podcast, an actual play Dungeons and Dragon podcast with Pokemon as the theme. Join Matthew as the Pokemon Dungeon Master, Austin as Jess Jones, Haley as Kurt Mitt, Bianca as Abigail Adler, and Jenny as Jenny Etagawa in their fight against the evil company, Cooperai, their inner demons, legendary Pokemon, and tragic backstories as they set off to save the OC region and quite possibly the world. Their very own Pokemon legend is about to unfold. A world of dreams and adventures with Pokemon awaits. We hope you enjoy, and thank you for listening. Last we left the party, they were trekking through the Foxglove Forest, now swarming with bug Pokemon who have made their way home again. However, things were getting more and more suspicious as they would come across bug and poison Pokemon infected with the same Cooperi virus that was seen when the party headed to Dragonite Bluff. This trek involved Abigail getting a tick, a Joel Tick, <laughs> attached to her and Evan, her Pichu. Uh, Victor, our first guest Jaime, uh, was caught in an infected Ariados' huge web, and with the power of sandwiches and a natural 20, let him burst out through sheer strength and sandwich power alone. Uh, Jenny even helped a Snivy escape some poisonous Pokemon and caught herself this distressed snake. Uh, we did start off with just three of them, and uh, we introduced Kurt later on, but we'll, we'll get there. The party then headed towards the entrance of the Roggenrola Highlands, an uninhabited location where it tests even the strongest wills of the best hikers. It's hot, humid, desolate, and a perfect place for rock types to settle down above or <laughs> below ground. Uh, right before the party was able to enter the Highland Trail, they were greeted by 17 hidden trainers who came out equipped with Pokeballs in hand. Then came a gentleman who wore a black lab coat with dark, half-frame horn-rimmed glasses. The hair was slicked back, either because of hair product or an obsessive need to have no bangs whatsoever. Uh, everything about this gentleman was orderly and full of purpose, and the party was challenging all his values <laughs> in only an instant. He spoke with a dignified voice, one full of passive-aggressive irritation and uh, maybe not so modest professionalism. You guys then hear a voice. You see a gentleman come out in a black lab coat. He has glasses on, very light blonde hair that's been slicked back, uh, either due to gel or just maybe out of pure habit of just been pushing it back. He is holding this Pokeball in his hand. He hasn't thrown it out yet, um, but you do see he sort of stands on 
in the midst of all these people like waiting uh, right at the entrance. Uh, you see he's toying with it. Uh, he has his arm behind his back. You have entered a prohibited area. Turn around. We do not wish to harm. What? We do not wish to harm. And like, we don't want to get harmed or harm you either. We're just passing through. Again, this is a prohibited area. I advise. There's no sign, sign that says it's prohibited. Ah, uh, but I'm here to tell you. Jenny took this moment to test out how to poke me, uh, the DM, and my villains in a very sassy way. And this is actually just part of the beginning, like the first steps into getting a very, very, very... I cannot express how sassy Jenny becomes, so enjoy. This is a prohibited area. Well, how do we know that you're sorry? Well, how do we know you're telling the truth? Like, Why else would I be here? Right? Um, well, you could have been like, like a hiker. Yeah. <laughs> he was like playing in his butt. Why was he pretending uh, to be I see you've already injured my uh, favorite cohort, uh, William. A horse? <laughs> oh, yeah. Your horse? <laughs> what? Your horse? What's a horse? I don't know. Your you horse? Your 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 horse? <laughs> Sir, we're just trying to get home, okay? Home is a, a past these. No one lives here. I live here. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? My house is just down the rocky hills. If you do not leave, we'll have to use force to get you off these well, premises. I'm gonna have to use force to get you off my property. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've lived here my whole life. Why are you country? I've lived here my whole life. Y'all gonna go ahead in this phone. My name's Jennifer. <laughs> uh, roll bluff. That's gonna be charisma. You you have some charisma, so hopefully it won't help you. Uh, but roll a disadvantage. Disadvantage? No one fucking lives here. <laughs> Have a Eight. Eight? <laughs> he kind of... He puts his hand in front of his mouth and he's like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you're quite funny. I know, I'm hilarious. Uh, That's how stupid your story sounds. Can you guys roll inside for me here real quick? Yeah! Do I get a bitch? <laughs> I get plus uh, Haley's. You have Stranger Danger. Well, I, mean, I got 13. Yeah, good. With Haley's. I don't know anything. I got no! I got it. What was it again? It was the first one. Inside with like that part again? Uh, wisdom. It's a wisdom. Nine. Nine. Yeah. I don't know anything. <laughs> I got like a four. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys don't think that anything. You guys think this is a, a good situation here. Yeah, totally. Right. Like, I, I, I could totally win this. Um, Sir, why is this a restricted area? We have to be testing uh, some products here. Are uh, you testing the Pokemon? No, 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 no. Sir, I saw some Pokemon with poop all over them. <laughs> And that has something to do with us? I don't know, sir. I was just asking a question. Look, ever since those hikers were found here dead... Sir, <laughs> can I ask you a question? Why do you speak the way you... 
I was born like this. I no one's raised up. Than I'm very rich. <laughs> I'm very rich. Uh, can I have some money? No. Get out of here. If you pay me, I will leave. <laughs> <laughs> or how about uh, we don't have to use force and you leave anyway? Oh, no. That's great. Can I have some money, you know? <laughs> um. go! <laughs> the scientists began to laugh at Jenny's intimidation and failed persuasion checks and found her to be quite uh, hilarious. Scoffing at her poor attempts to come up with a better explanation, and after they agreed to disagree, the party had to fight all 17 trainers, while this executive science-looking fuck was holding his own Pokeball, but not releasing what was inside. The party then had to defend themselves against a small army of Gulpins, Zubats, Grubbins, and Whirlipedes. However, all these Pokemon seemed to have no pupils, including the Grubbins, a non-poison-type Pokemon. Uh, they instead had a stone-like skin instead of dripping poison coming out of all their bodies. The Whirlipedes were proving to be a huge enemy on their own, as Jenny deployed a huge fire. Uh, this is and it, behind the scenes, this is where I decided to incorporate sort of like an Arcana check and Arcana in po- in you know just D and D, almost like Pokemon D and D. In regular D and D, is kind of like oh you know how how well do you know your magic? Can you manipulate your magic in a way that it's not intended? At least that's how it's been flavored in a lot of ways. Um, so I decided to do my own take on that and I made a skill specifically for Pokemon and trainers called Pokemoves. Um, Pokemoves will allow the Pokemon or trainer to use a move that was not intended for, uh, sort of a utility usage. Uh, and depending on how hard that plan, uh, will have to be to sort of execute with that move. Um, uh, I usually set the DC right then and there. Usually it's not too bad, uh, especially since here Jenny deployed a huge firewall. Uh, so the DC wasn't too bad, but this was probably one of the earlier cases of, um, you know, the player starting to use their moves creatively as opposed to, ooh, I do big dammies. Uh, Victor even capitalized on this and shot out a fiery swift through this flame wall with his Eevee. However, things were turning more and more sour as Jenny Shelgon went down during the fight, and Eevee and Krogunk were not doing so hot either on Victor's end. Uh, Abigail was taking care of the smaller grunts, the Zubats, uh, using Powder Snow with Mary, uh, but the Whirlipedes were modified somehow, and the party just didn't have enough time to figure out what or why was making them so difficult to deal with. So to really hammer in the point, uh, these Whirlipedes were very quick. They were rolling around all over the goddamn place, like Sonic the Hedgehog, or um, uh, I was gonna I was gonna make a Sonic Two reference. Uh, no, Sonic Two is bad, <laughs> and um, just rolling around fucking shit up it's it's brutal and they seem to have like this stone-like skin again um it's like the entire coating of the skin it, it just makes it much harder than it probably should have been even for like a you know the exoskeleton of a bug like a whirlipede now as enemies began to close in on the group they heard a huge buzz coming from the forest the ground shook with how much the air was vibrating and everyone turned to look at the sky as it became black and yellow a swarm of Beedro came into view above the trees, classic, and a pair of humans quietly screaming, uh, gradually getting louder and louder. And through the forest, out popped good old Matthew and his friend, Kurt Mitt, covered in honey, as well as um, Matthew should have been redacted shiny pukamuku and uh, Kurt's munchlax. Now, the reason why I say should have been redacted is we had the Alola Adventures, and then uh, I believe Austin was still not able to play completely. So he was still um, 
hanging out with our grandma, helping her out, working working for her. And we ended up just uh, doing another side adventure outside of Alola. So uh, you'll hear some things that'll be from Alola, but you know, uh, if you're cool, uh, don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> and uh, let's see, where was I? Oh, the two Pokemon were happily eating this sweet honey while the trainers did all the hard work. Uh, the Doppler effect was strong as Matt and Kurt was past all the enemies trying to escape these angry Beedrills. Uh, the Beedrill immediately associated these bad trainers, all the 17 trainers, as associates of the Honey Thieves and began to indiscriminately attack. Two-thirds of the Beedrill stayed and attacked the bad guys, while one-third of the Beedrill attacked the party as it began to run. Now, uh, I had rolled, and I believe it was like about um, 50, 50, around 50 Beedrill. Um, I wrote here, it was about 17 Beedrill for one half, so 17 times 3. That's 51 Beedrill. And Jenny's Charmeleon was able to dish out a flamethrower to all the incoming Beedrill. And that did a shit ton of damage. I did not realize how much damage we had to do. And it did over 500 damage to only 17 of the Beedrill that were chasing after the party. Uh, Victor caught a Beedrill that happened to be, you know, that appeared to be stronger than the rest of them. Uh, it wasn't the leader. It was just a buff-ass Beedrill who was eating uh, a little too much of the honey. God knows what was in that honey. I'll have to find the artwork. I'll, I'll put it in the in the preview. And uh, we'll see how that goes. I'll make sure to credit that artist. I'll, I'll double check. Uh, the party burnt those giant wasps to a crisp while the scientist in the black coat watched the party escape into the highlands, putting his Pokeball back into his pocket and leaving the peons to deal with the beach. Uh, what a dick. The party escaped into a nearby cave by crawling through the entrance and being able to stand up fully once inside. Uh, they licked their wounds and sort of talked about the fact that those Pokemon seemed to have been infected or modified, um, only solidifying their suspicion that this was Cooperai's work indeed. But it seems to have made some significant progress if they can affect Pokemon outside of the poison type like they had seen at Dragonite Bluff. They pondered these as they sat on oddly shaped rocks only to discover that they had come into a bale of shuckle. Uh, bale is a term used to describe a group of turtles, but we will happily apply this to shuckle as well. Uh, and if you disagree, uh, you're essentially agreeing to fuckling with the shucklings, and you have chosen death. But that's where we abruptly ended that episode. The recording was all over the place. Uh, I ended up finding the other two hours of this recording uh my neighbors are screaming outside for some reason i think the guy's saying get out i don't know if you guys can hear that hopefully you can't um yeah i'll release a modified tlqdl for the next one uh but in the meantime thank you so much for your patience i hope you enjoyed uh this little bit at least and you know what you what you could hear from the uh from the previous recording thank you for listening the audio quality will improve and thank you for your patience with these earlier recordings. We ask you to please rate the podcast and leave reviews for Matthew and the gang. And we'd love to hear from any of you who listens to us frequently. Please share the podcast with your friends. And again, thank you for listening. And we hope to see you next time on the OC Pokemon Podcast.